This is an encore broadcast of Streams in the Desert Live. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world, take your Bible off the shelf. Read the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, December 21st, 2016, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Jesus God's gift to the world. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, we thank you for the gift that you sent us at this time of year that we call Christmas. And it was your one and only begotten son to bring a world that lie in darkness out into the glorious and victorious light of the love of you have for us, even while we were sinners, you sent your son to save us that we might have eternal life with you. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. Send this word around the world that it would permeate the mind, spirits, hearts of your children. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. Today, my friends, our show is wholly, solely, and totally dedicated to the one who is soon to return for us, who live, love, cherish, and obey him all the days of our life after receiving him as our one and only Savior and salvation, which is to say way of escape from the soon-coming tyrannical rule and reign of the Antichrist system and false prophet of Satan. Not to mention the outpouring of the full-on wrath of the one and only true and living God, creator of heaven, earth, all mankind, and Israel 
who is as well at the same time the heavenly father of a one and only begotten son of whose name is Jesus Christ, the anointed one of God, who was born around this time of year, just about 2,000 years ago, to show his love for us by becoming the savior of the world and giver of eternal life. My friends, he is not only the reason for the Christmas season that is upon us, but is the reason for every season. And for that reason, he, Jesus, has, is, and will always be the centerpiece of many renderings such as this one called the Candy King story, which is the story of a candy maker in Indiana who wanted to make a candy that would remind people of the true meaning of Christmas. So he made the candy cane to incorporate several symbols for the birth, ministry, and death of the Lord and only Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. He began with a stick of pure white hard candy, white to symbol the virgin birth and the sinless nature of Jesus, and hard to symbol to symbolize, my friends, the solid rock, the foundation of the church, and the firmness of the promises of God. My friends, as the story continues, it is said that the candy maker then shaped his cane into, into the form of a J to represent the precious name of Jesus, who came to earth as Savior. The writer as well states that it could have represented the staff of the Good Shepherd, with which he reaches down to reclaim the fallen lambs who, like sheep, have all gone astray. The candy maker then, thinking that the candy was somewhat plain, stained it with red stripes. He used three small stripes to show the stripes of the scourging that Jesus received. And the large red stripe was for the blood shed by Jesus Christ upon the cross so that we could have the promise of eternal life. And, my friends, on that truly inspiring note... I'll be right back after this early break with more good news concerning the celebration of Christmas and just why Jesus truly is the only reason for the season. There is boy child, Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day and man will live forevermore. Because of Christmas Day Long time ago in Bethlehem So the Holy Bible said Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ Was born on Christmas Christmas Day Merry 
Praise the Lord. I guess we can all go home now. They told us the whole story. But since we have a little while left, we'll go ahead. My friends, the Word of God, better known as the Bible, tells us that as the Lord God saw a world that lay in darkness, that his heart longed for the day that was appointed before the foundation of this world were ever laid, to send his one and only begotten Son into the world to make a way where there seemed to be no way to separate his children from the doom of which sin, death, and destruction brings upon a life for all eternity. And is recorded in Isaiah chapter 7, verses 14 and 15, where Isaiah states that, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And shall call his name Emmanuel, which is God with us, my friends. Butter and honey, says the word of God, shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. And with those timeless words spoken, my friends, the road to Zion was set within the hearts of men. That leads to life The few that find it never die Past mountain peaks Graced white with snow The way grows brighter as it goes There is a road inside of you Inside of me there is one too No stumbling Like a mist across the road But be encouraged by the sight Where there's a shadow, there's a light There is a road inside of you Inside of me there is one too No stumbling pilgrim in the dark Go to Zion's in your heart, 
Sometimes it's good to look back down. We've come so far, we've gained such ground. But joy is not in where we've been. Joy is who's waiting at the friends, the prophet Isaiah was as well the one who was given the opportunity of a lifetime, which was the privilege of heralding these life everlasting words 700 years before the event would ever take place and are found in Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 through 8. And are as follows. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and the peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it has lighted upon Israel. My friends, as I just mentioned, about 700 years later from the writing of these eternal life-giving words, the story began to unfold. But the thing that most never think about is that it should really be referred to as stories. Why? Because not only was the Lord Jesus' birth heralded, so was the birth of the one who would prepare ye the way of the coming of the Lord Jesus and his ministry. This man that I speak of was, as well, Jesus' very own second cousin, of whom I will now introduce you to and is spoken of in the word of God beginning in Luke chapter 1. Verse 1, where it is said, For as much as many have taken it hard to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, 
It seems good to me also having perfect understanding to all things from the very first to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mayest know this with certainty of those things wherein thou has been instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Alba, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without or outside at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for Thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shall call his name John. And thou shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias, which is Elijah, my friends, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that standeth in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were 
accomplished, he departed to his own house, and after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus has the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked upon me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month, the, ga- the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of, whose, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art greatly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled in his, at his sayings and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know, no, not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy words. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped within her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed be thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come? To me, For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped within my womb for joy, and blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told to her from the Lord. And Mary said, 
My soul doeth magnify the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty has done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich has he sent empty away. He has opened his servant Israel, and in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own home. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered and she brought forth a son and her neighbors and her cousin heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her and they rejoiced with her and it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child and they called him Zacharias for the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto her, There is not any of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all, and his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. And fear came on all that dwelled round about them, and all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard them laid them upon their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant, David, as he spake by the mouth of the Holy Ghost and the holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all them that hate us, to perform the mercy promise to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness, before him all the days 
of our life. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the high, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercies of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us to keep light to them, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. And so, my friends, with that said, let it be known this day that you have now heard the beginning of the story of he who was born to become the forerunner of the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who is none other than Jesus Christ, and is the same that would and did become known in the word of God as John the Baptist. Life that can make us grow, that can make the love. 
on that note, my friends, picking up where we last left off, we now move to Luke chapter 2, verse 1, of which is commonly known as the Christmas story or the recounting of the birth of the one and only begotten Son of the one and only true and living God, of whom he sent to be the only Savior of the world, and whose name there again is none other than Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, the writer begins by stating that it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when King Cyrenus was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. And there, in the same country, shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone all about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all People, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And it came to pass that as the angels were gone away from them into, the, into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass that the Lord has made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them according concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered in those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. Now, my friends, you know the story behind the story as to why it is said of Jesus 
in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, who is Jesus, my friends, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world that to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, might be saved. My friends, it says might be saved because it is your choice. You have a free will whether or not you will gain in the end eternal life or eternal damnation. Eternal life comes from the Lord Jesus Christ and all death comes from Satan and ends up in the lake of fire. That doesn't belong to the Lord God. He that believeth on him is not condemned, says the word of God, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And in John chapter 14, verses 6 and 7, all are reminded, as is Thomas, when Jesus saith unto him, I am the way meaning the method to enter into the eternal kingdom of God, my friends. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Moving ahead, my friends, Paul in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, points out a well-known biblical fact when he states, quote, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul pins the means by which all men are required by God to be saved, which is to come into a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ. When he, Paul, opens by stating that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. For Paul says, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all, is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And my friends, his name is Jesus Christ, the one and only begotten son of the one and only true and living God, creator of all things. My friends, today, is the day of salvation. You have heard here today, my friends, enough gospel 
to either save your soul or condemn it for all eternity. If you have never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and to make his home in your heart so that he in return may bestow upon you the hope and promise of eternal life, why not give yourself the best gift of all here and now at this Christmas season? One that will bring you eternal joy and life everlasting. My friends, don't allow Satan to steal your eternal life, of which he has already been banned from forever. Please remember, my friends, what the song we just heard said. Quote, blue is the color of a heart so cold that will not bend when the story is told of the love of God for a sinful race of the blood that flowed down Jesus' face that can give us life, that can make us grow that can keep our hearts from growing cold. My friends, we're living in what is known as the end times. We're in the last days. We're actually in the closing moments of this age, just before the Lord Jesus Christ will soon break the eastern sky to receive those that in this life have been obedient to him, who have worshipped him, who have obeyed him, who have turned others to him. Because it is the responsibility of a Christian, my friends, to point others in the direction of the Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot make a decision for them, but we must give them something to base their decision on. And the only thing that we have is the pure, unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God. And that is what he has set it forth for, is to persuade those who are of Satan's family to abandon the lake of fire and walk the streets of gold for all eternity with his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ, my friends. My friends, all false religions have a mixture of truth and error, but there has never been one thing ever that has been proven wrong, or has not come to pass as far as the word of God goes. And I would venture to say that if you have another type of belief system or a false religion, which is based on partial truth of the word of God, but then mixed with the traditions of men, 
which actually are propelled by Satan, you will never find upon this earth another deity, another God, so-called God, that has actually sent his son to walk in the same body that we walk in, to suffer the same way we suffer, to die upon a cross for the remission of your sins, to have his father, who is the creator of all things, return his life to him. And as he picked up his life again, my friends, we were on his mind. The Lord Jesus Christ has suffered everything that you've ever gone through or will ever go through. Upon the cross of Calvary, he suffered everything that can happen to a human being in this life. So much so that his father actually had to turn his back because God cannot look upon sin. But he knew he sent his one and only begotten son to cover the sins of man with the precious and holy shed blood that he shed upon the cross of Calvary. The, God, the Lord God came in the form of a man and showed us the way to eternal life. It is our choice now to either receive it or reject it. My friends, Christmas for some is a very happy time. Christmas for others can be a very trying time due to a multitude of reasons. But no matter where we are or what we're going through, if the Lord Jesus Christ is the Lord of us, we are never alone. And the Lord will always make a way where there seems to be no way for us to enter into some kind of joy. He will meet us at the point of our needs when we can no longer meet them ourselves. He sees all. He sees in the dark. He sees where people are. My friends, you only have today. For if the Lord sees that you're on the wrong path, and he already knows the end from the beginning, my friends, he knows whether during this Christmas season, you will no longer be with us after it passes. And my friends, if you are on the wrong path, his heart breaks for the fact that you chose by doing nothing to enter in to the lake of fire instead of walking the streets of gold with his one and only begotten son who paid the price in his blood for all of our sins. My friends, the Lord Jesus Christ is waiting. You know, my friends, I think I may have told you this once before, but I'm going to tell it to you again because it's so appropriate for right now. I just hope I can get through it. It's so awesome. I'd love to have 
this experience. I've had others from the Lord, but this was an experience that my mom had. My mom was a dear prophet of the Lord God in her time. He used her prophetically throughout her life. And at one point in her life, she sat at the end of her dining room table in despair. And she just had the thought cross her mind, Lord, how is it that when you come with us in tow, that every eye shall see you appear at your second coming? Not at the rapture, my friends, for only those who are ready, watching, and waiting see the Lord Jesus Christ and go with him then. But she said, Lord, how is it that every eye upon this earth at your second coming will see you coming, no matter where they are? And she looked up. And in our kitchen, it had been transformed into a vision from the Lord God. It was bolts and bolts of white chiffon clouds. And she looked down, and she saw the foot. She saw a foot in a sandal. This sandal was humongous. And she began to look upward, and she saw a robe draped over this foot. And all of a sudden, she realized she was seeing Jesus sitting on his throne. The room was no more. She was in a vision of God. She saw Jesus sitting on his throne. And the vision that she saw was as big as this room and bigger that she sat in. And he had kind of a faraway look in his eye. He was looking off in the other direction from what she was seeing him from. And he had his hands lightly folded in his lap as if he was waiting for something. And my friends, he is waiting. He paid the price upon the cross of Calvary. And the song says, blue is the color of a heart so cold that will not bend when the story is told of the love of God for a sinful race of the blood that flowed down Jesus' face that can give us life and can make us grow that can keep our heart from growing cold. My friends, if you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, I guarantee you that today is the day that you need to do that.
for the Lord says, Today is the day of salvation. For, my friends, tomorrow may never come for you. It hasn't for so many people around the world. And I don't even know that they have had as many opportunities to hear the word as abundantly as those of you, especially, that are listening to me from the United States of America. But the Lord says that no one ever leaves this world without knowing the choice they have to make. So whether they heard it once or have heard it over and over again, they're still responsible for where they end up for all eternity. With that said, my friends, today, if you would like to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, or if you would like to rededicate your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you know you haven't been walking where you should. You once came to the Lord, but now you've grown cold in your heart, and you're back in the world. Don't believe the lie of the devil that says, you're doomed, you're done, forget it, it's over for you. No, my friends, for you, as long as you have breath, it is not over if you will come back. But for Satan, it is over. It is finished. He's only on his way to the lake of fire. But my friends, for you, today is the day of salvation. Please repeat these words with me today if you would like to meet the Lord Jesus Christ as your only Lord, Master, Savior, soon-coming King and Messiah. And if you would like to rededicate your life, please, I ask you to join in. Let us begin. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day and bow down. Lord God, we thank you for sending your one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, to pay the price for my sins so that I won't have to. Lord Jesus, I ask right now, at this Christmas season, that you would please forgive me of my sins. I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And Lord Jesus, I would like to start this new year off that is soon to come with a clean slate, knowing that I'm ready, watching and waiting for your soon return, and will be able to see you when you arrive. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would please forgive me of my sins and wash me bright as the new-driven snow. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would lead me and guide me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance, that you would help me to know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for myself. And Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you have promised. So therefore, I know that now I am your child. And I'm waiting for your soon return. And Holy Spirit, I ask once again that you would help me to know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for myself, that I would not be fooled or duped into any of the tricks that Satan has to pull. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. With that said, my friends, it's a wrap. Happy, blessed, safe Christmas to one and all, and to all a good night. Shalom, shalom.
John wrote about The end times are upon us And of that there is no doubt Get your mind out of the world Take your Bible off the shelf Read the book of Revelations for yourself Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?